0: Welcome to our next episode of the Five Moments of Need Performance Matters Series. This is Bob Mosier, one of the many co-hosts you'll meet throughout this series. So friends, are you trying to learn more about the five moments of need? Maybe how to design for them, implement for them, measure them, and even sell them as an approach to your enterprise? Well, in the Performance Matters Series, we will help you better understand the theory and best practices behind this powerful methodology and offer proven ways to with the five moments of need into practice.
1: Welcome, everyone. This is Con Godfordsen. I'm one of your co-hosts for these podcasts. I'm joined today with by Carol Stroud and Sue Reber. We're going to have a discussion around how technology matters. This is a Technology Matters podcast. Our focus, of course, is the five moments of need, and, and we want to make sure that organizations can implement the five moments of need framework, enable workflow learning, and ensure that people learn to perform. And that's solved through what we call a digital coach. That is taking care of the workflow and making sure that two clicks, 10 seconds, that performers have what they need. And then through targeted training, where the critical impact of failure merits that to make sure that we're targeting Training and people are stopping work because there's justification to do so. All of that has to be enabled through technology. And, you know, a digital coach often requires it, doesn't have to have, but it often requires that. And so, what we want to discuss with all of you today is to help you and all of us look at technology through the framework of the five moments and figure out how to see it all. So, Carol, I'd like you to just briefly introduce yourself and then tell us how can we look at this technology landscape with all that's going on and make sense of it.
2: <laughs> that's a that's a big question, Con. Hi, my name's Carol Stroud and I've been uh, working with this methodology for almost 14 years now, working closely with Con in lots of different projects but also being out and about working to implement the methodology in different organizations. So, I've certainly experienced many different kinds of environments in terms of, you know, what are the different pieces of the puzzle that fits for each one. And from there, started to understand that although I thought I was what I needed to do is learn the methodology, I did that and then found out that once I started to apply it, in an organization there was a ripple effect so it wasn't just about doing the methodology because the outcomes were so different and what we were creating in an organization was not the same i wasn't doing e-learning anymore it wasn't it was a very different focus you know it was part and parcel that i had to figure out how we could actually implement the methodology across a variety of different areas one area that we always hit upon was a technology issue. You know, how well did it fit in an organization? Did they have what they need? You know, what did we actually need to implement in order to produce a successful solution? So what happened with all that kind of experience and working with Sue and Con and different projects, decided to start to put together an implementation framework for the five moments of need. And that framework captured on a strategic, tactical and technical level, sort of the characteristics that happen in an organization. So we could start to wrap our arms around. So what's it really take to do that? Once we did that, then another layer went on top of that implementation framework, which was a maturity model so that we could help people figure out where they where their organization was in terms of uh, maturity and implementation. So we have four levels and we from the very beginning to the very high end and descriptions across those four levels which tells what it looks like when you're at the very beginning of the process and what it looks like when you're rocking and at the other end. And of course technology is a huge piece of that conversation. So we put the, we call them the technology ecosystems together. So Bob and Con, Sue and I had some spirited conversations (laughs) for what that looks like. And essentially broke it down, and this is going to be interesting for folks, to about three main areas when we talk about technology. The first one is about content and the solution development and maintenance. So we carve that out. How do you create your content and maintain it? The second one is delivery and optimization. How do you actually deliver the content or the solution and optimize it? And then the last one is how do you track, measure, and report? So we carved it out that way because when we looked at the maturity levels of an organization, in some cases, all people were able to do was just produce content. And maybe it sat in a PowerPoint and maybe... You know, it was delivered via email once it was PDFed and it was sent around. But it still provided support, task-level support. It still worked and could be effective, and Sue's going to tell us why we did that. But this gives us some of the background as to why we look at the three different areas, content development, content delivery, and then what do you do to actually track, measure, and report? So we put these lens on top of all sorts of different technologies, came out. And as Khan said, initially, you're talking about a digital coach and targeted training. As we started to learn more and talk to different people, we figured out that, oh, there's way more to this than just digital coaches and targeted training. Things like adaptive learning and different tools we can use to embed learning in the flow of work, which makes for a pretty comprehensive series of Venn diagrams that we've put together. But our overall intent for all of this was to sort of put some categories together so that we could say, yes, we're going to call these types of technologies this type of category, like a digital coach category or an LCMS, things like that, so that we could map how all sorts of different kinds of technology came together and overlapped in a full five moments of need solution. So we just needed that foundational framework for us to be able to all start kind of speaking a same language, because often you start bringing technology to the table, people all come in with their own perspectives going, well, it's we only mean this in it, that might be a very high end integrated solution. When in actual fact, an organization doesn't have that capability, they only have a very low end, disintegrated solution. So the question becomes, how can we produce good solutions using all types of technology?
1: Yeah, you know, Carol, this is one of the things that has been so wonderful to watch you work in the real world, and that is that technology is important, certainly. It's vital, but not all organizations have access to all the technology that they need to do everything that they want to do, right? Correct. And uh, one of the, the great advantages of working with Sue Reber is that she's always looking as you do, Carol, at how do we implement and take advantage of the technology that we have. Sue, as you have worked with organizations and you look at this, all the technology that is out there, what's the greatest challenge that you see as organizations are working to step into five moments of need capability and getting the technology there to help them do that?
3: Yeah. Hi, so I'm Sue Reber, and I've also been working with Khan and Carol for a very long time. And I would say that for me, the biggest thing is that organizations have this tendency to get wrapped up in the technology or what is it that we're going to build this thing in, this, this five moments of need solution. And that can really hurt you when you're trying to come up with a good solution because the methodology is really based around a workflow, right? And so the technology, you can use any technology. You just need to start out with the technology that you have available to you and go from there. So you don't need to start be thinking about technology before you've actually implemented the methodology and applied it to get to your workflow solution.
1: I remember uh, watching you, Carol, at a time where there was no technology and you took the methodology and solved the problem with with the book of answers.
2: It did, I lived that dream, (laughs) but, and it just speaks so successfully to what sue is saying and that we were pushing for a technology solution and we were designing and working that way but about six weeks out it became apparent we weren't going to get there so i still had the task of how do i do my best to provide support to people at the time they're going to need it and I looked at the design of what we had put together to be put into the technology. And decided we could actually create a print version because we had workflows, we had tasks identified, and we knew what people needed to do and what they needed to know about to go ahead and do it. So we, uh, within that six weeks, we were able to put together a print solution, but it still was an effective solution because it followed the methodology of what they needed to do and it supported them had to do with a new hospital opening up but it supported them in those days of that hospital opening it quickly interestingly went from print to a digital version so that that went on to a, a pdf uh went on to their sharepoint site and then gradually as the organization matured different technologies were used as they moved along but that's a great example of start where they are Uh, Have a solid design based on the methodology and the rapid workflow analysis, and then learn to build as you move through those stages of maturity in the implementation model. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, Sue, Sue, if I want to build a digital coach and you tell me that methodology is the key, what do I need to have? What do I need to be able to do with that methodology using technology?
3: Yeah, so you need to be able to support a workflow, right? We have Workflow Map. Everything is based on the workflow with our methodology. And through that workflow, within two clicks or 10 seconds, we want to be able to get to the support for every task. And all of the support is available for that task from the task itself. So you have immediate access to any supporting resources for that task the structure is going to be consistent and the other thing that we is really critical is being able to support all different audiences whether you're an expert or you're just starting out we want to make sure that we can get you to the support that you need as quickly as possible so you can get right back to work if you think about it that way, the technology itself is not as important. And, you know, Carol's talked about a print version. I've built performance support in PowerPoint. We've built performance support in SharePoint. We've used a whole host of different technologies from low tech to high tech to build really effective support. But the key thing is that it's all built around the workflow and what people do on the job.
1: And that doesn't mean that ultimately you will evolve uh, to where you're going to be actually employing software designed specifically to help you create and and maintain and deliver a digital coach. But what we want you to understand is that it's methodology that matters mm-hmm. in that in this technology matters <laughs> uh, podcast, and that is that. You can start from where you are, and you can look internally at technology, and you can prove it and grow. And then as your functional requirements increase, you can look at other technologies, right? Yeah. But but those technologies have to be founded upon the right methodology that you're talking about, Sue.
3: Yeah, they're not the driver for the solution, yeah, it, It's the workflow that's the driver for the solution. What do people need to do on the job?
1: So as, as, we, as we talk about technology, it's exciting stuff. I mean, there are amazing things happening technologically. We also see, though, a lot of decisions being made around technology with no forethought. So what is it that we need to do with that technology really? From a methodology perspective, and it is just so crucial that we are driving our technology decisions based upon what it is that we need to be able to do. Technology enables methodology, and a methodology ensures that technology is worth the investment.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah but also I'd like to add that there's a, a scalability We've sort of talked really keenly on the, you know, the methodology and being able to support a workflow performance, but we also get that quickly as organizations start to mature in the implementation and scalability is an issue, maintenance is an issue, that track, measure, and report component. So it really is, it's never a one size fits all. We have to right. really look at each organization and figure out, you know, where are they and what's the best fit. And what I've been discovering with our technology conversations lately is where there's some really great stuff. Out there. There's some new things that are coming up and you're, it's really pretty exciting to see some of this stuff and go, oh, just think what we could do with that. But it is about making sure that it's you've got the right mix for your organization because, it, you know, it's a, a big conversation with lots of different uh, impacts to it. Yeah. But so- I think we're getting smarter around Though you know, what's the conversation, what are the kind of questions we have to ask, right, Sue?
3: Yeah, so wouldn't you say, Carol, don't box yourself in
2: yeah. with the technology, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: That's, we all, that's what I've learned.
2: <laughs> yeah, and we, you know, we hear it with the organizations we work with, but also the students in our certificate courses, where some are, have, big pieces of technology available to them and others where they don't have any technology. So we, you know, it's such a diverse conversation in one of those certificate courses and to see the solutions that come forward and the creativity that's out there, as long as the folks are using those guiding principles well, it does leave you this opportunity. As Sue says, don't box yourself in, be creative to come up with an effective solution for the end performer. That's who really counts, right?
1: (laughs) It really does. So, you know, there's a broad technology landscape. It's ever-changing. There are exciting things going on. And we've got to figure out how to, to embrace that technology in a smart way and make sure that we're taking advantage of what we currently have, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so our goal today is has been to share some insights and some thoughts to let you know where we are and what we're doing and invite you to be a part of that conversation in helping us all of us be able to move forward and employ technology in the way that we should. Carol, before we leave, and Sue, is there anything else that you'd like to say to make sure that folks are not forgetting the, the key things that we've talked about today?
2: For me, the one key element from my perspective is that by putting a framework together, so that we can actually kind of align all the different pieces of the puzzle. That helps us have conversations that are more apples to apples <laughs> instead of apples to oranges uh, coming to the table with different perspectives of technology. So that's the intent of our the framework and the maturity model that went together. So if anybody, there, I'm sure we've got other blog articles around there. If uh, folks are looking for starting points, there's information out there on that.
3: And for me, it's just remember that you can start where you are, whatever you have. You don't have to wait until you have the technology. You can implement the methodology and it will support you. You'll get to the results that you need and be able to support your performers.
1: Thank you. Thank you, both of you. Carol Stroud, Sue Reber. This is Con Godforson. It's been wonderful sharing some insights today around how technology matters. We look forward to continuing the conversation with you all. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And thanks you two for for joining us today. Thank you.
2: Thanks, Con. Thanks, Thanks. Sue. Thanks, (laughs) Carol.
0: Well, that's it for this episode of the Five Moments of Need Performance Matters series. We look forward to future conversations around how to best put the five moments of need into practice. We welcome your feedback and can be reached on Twitter using my Twitter handle at bmosh as well as our 5 Moments of Need website, which is of momentsofneedcom We hope you're finding these helpful and will subscribe to future episodes. Have a great day, friends.